Hello, hello. I'm glad to be on here again today. My name is Falash Osho, and this is coming to you from Falash Osho Global Ministries. I'm going to start a very important series, and this series is about passion and purpose. It's going to be a long series because I do not intend to rush it. I want to take my time on this topic because the issue of purpose and passion it's a bit controversial because over the years we uh we have heard a lot about passion just follow your passion just follow your passion and it seems all that is it to eat about life is just following your passion but looking critically into the world of god we will discover that the intent of God is that we follow our purpose, not just our passion. What is passion? Passion is any good, strong, powerful emotion or determination to get something done. Then what is purpose? I usually use Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 for purpose where God revealed to prophet Jeremiah, also Jeremiah at that time, that he was called to be a prophet to the nation. Apostle Paul, at a point in his life when he discovered purpose, he realized that he was actually born to be an apostle to the non-Jewish people. So, your purpose is where you were born, the gap you were sent to art to fill, the reason why God wired you the way you're wired, the reason why you have the personality that, that you have, the reason why you were born in the first instance is because God brought you here to do something. He brought you here for an assignment. So that life assignment is what purpose is all about. Is anything wrong with passion? No. In fact, my Zmiru in one of his books make it clear that if you do not have passion, if you don't have that great, that strong, powerful you know, emotion, that strong determination, you will not be able to fulfill your God-given role, your God-given assignment on earth. So passion is a tool through which purpose will be achieved. If you do not have that, that love, that determination towards your God-given role, you will not be able to do it. So passion is a tool. Passion is a, it's a catalyst, it's an element, it's a blessing to purpose. But passion is not purpose. Purpose is the primary reason why you were born. I know that you've heard a lot of follow your passion from motivational speakers, even pastors of different angles. And we have seen people make it so well following their purpose. We look at opera. I mean, so people all over the world just they had flair to play football and they are doing it all oh, some persons you know had flair for 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 helping people and they run different organizations and they are succeeding well and they they, are, they they have a lot of awards there are a lot of accolades and they are financially successful they are great influencers today they have great followership and what they are doing is not bad it's good they are helping people they they, they are helping People from poor countries, they, 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 they are using their influence to make people's lives better, which is very good. How can God condemn good? How can 
God now say, oh, following my passion that is bringing me so much money, so much accolade, and it's bringing joy to people's faces. How can God say that is not right? You know what? God does not think the way we think. And God does not judge the way we judge. Humanly speaking, whatever fascinates us, whatever brings success to us, we, we celebrate it. We are happy with it. We are comfortable with it. But that is not necessarily how God judges. The way God deals with man is, this is what I ask you to do. Are you doing it? If you are not doing it, you are not doing the right thing. So that something you're doing is good does not mean it's godly. That what you're doing is giving you money, is giving you accolades, is giving you different words. People are happy. They are giving you so much testimony about it. does not mean it pleases God. If your life's goal is to please God, then it is important that you move away from just following your passion. You've got to move to the area of following your purpose. You need to ask God, Lord, I am wired for something. What am I here for? If you're not here from him and he says, okay, it is the football you love. But he's going to tell you, oh, but what I want you to do with this football right now is not just to use football to make money and um, get endorsement all over the world. I want you to now begin to use your football to bring people to my kingdom. It will show you how to exactly pattern your passion to fit into his own plan for your life and that's exactly what it's all about so it is not just enough to follow your passion there is nothing wrong with passion that is what i've already explained and i took my time to do this so that you're not going to feel like what are you talking what what are you talking about what exactly are you saying there's nothing wrong with your good passion i mean not wrong passion now good passion that is bringing you know joy to people and it's a good thing there's nothing wrong with it but that is not your primary assignment on heart what follow your passion follow your passion has done to many is that it has it has trapped many they follow their passion they're very comfortable there I mean, it comes natural to them it comes easy to them so they feel at home with it and they are trapped they are unable to pursue something greater something deeper which is their divine purpose When you find your purpose, your passion is going to be very useful to you. But passion and purpose are identical twins. They are very identical. So identical that if you're not careful, you get trapped in passion and you're not good for your purpose. You know, like I said, you follow your passion, what, you, what you're good with, and oh, I'm comfortable here. When, passion, when purpose shows up, it may not be entirely what you're comfortable with. God may have to shift you, may have to save you, may have to change certain things so that you can fit in into his plan. If all you have up until this moment you're hearing this is just passion, 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 you need to take it deeper. Purpose first. Purpose is your primary assignment. You can do your passion along the way. But you must know and admit that purpose is a primary assignment. Passion is secondary. You can bring it along or drop it totally, whichever way. But purpose is your primary assignment. 
And like I said, when I started out, I'm not going to rush this series. It is so important that I'm not going to rush it. This is going to be part one of purpose versus passion. I'm going to take it gradually so that everyone will be able to understand this. Even a 10-year-old should be able to listen to this and understand what this is all about. So your good passion is not wrong. But purpose comes before passion. Purpose is your primary assignment here on heart. And I'm going to be starting the series using the story of a man called Apostle Paul in the Bible. This was a man who had passion before purpose. And at certain times in his life, there was a collision of passion versus purpose. So we'll check it gradually. So let's look at the story of Apostle Paul. If you have never heard his name before, it was first called Saul. Then later it was called Paul. And that was simply the, the Hebrew version of his name. That's Saul. Then when he went to, to be until start ministering to the Romans, they changed it to Saul. It was just um, a tribal theme to, to the Jew. It, the name means A to the non-Jewish people. It means B. So that's just that. Now, this gentleman called Apostle Paul, a great man in the New Testament, a great man, a great man in the New Testament, he started out having passion. He was born a Jew. And he was a Jewish scholar. The first time this man appeared was in Acts 7, verse 58. And I want to read. Then they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses placed their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. What happened here? Saul, like I said, was a Jewish person. And as at that time, to the Jew, Judaism was their religion. Judaism was an ethnic religion comprising the collective religious, um, sorry, let me go over that again. Judaism. Judaism was an ethnic religion comprising the collective religious, cultural, and legal tradition and civilization of the Jewish people. It was the tradition that was handed over to them from Moses, from Abraham. They believe that they are, they are the people of God, and that is not wrong. That is not wrong, even though that, that overconfidence in that has misled a lot of them, but that wasn't wrong. Abraham was a father of faith, according to the Bible, and Abraham was a Jew. Now, Paul was a Jew. He believed so much in Judaism. He was extremely skilled in the knowledge of this religion and so he believed to what he believed and at some point jesus came on board and jesus said is the truth the way and the life and jesus came to let them know that salvation is no longer by works wash drink don't eat eat he said no it's no longer by that it's not by faith so when jesus came with with the good news when Jesus came 
with the New Testament, it was a struggle. The Jews, even though Jesus Christ was also a Jew, they believed that it was being blasphemous. They believed that he didn't know what he was saying. And so, to people who were loyalists of Judaism and the Jewish nation, they hated anyone that followed Jesus. And so at this point, they began, even Jesus, the Jews killed him because they believed he was saying, he was saying rubbish. They believed he was putting himself above their tradition, above Moses, above Abraham. And so they killed him. They just refused to open their mind to that. That's, and they had to kill Jesus. So everyone that believed in Jesus, that followed Jesus, automatically became the enemies of the Jews. And so at this point, Saul, as at that time, before he became Paul, Saul was well-learned. It was, it was sold out to Judaism. And so whosoever does not respect Judaism as a Jew became his enemy. And so Saul went after believers or Christians or the follower of Jesus as it were. And in this Acts chapter 7 verse 58, these people engaged one of the, 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 the church leaders then, um, Stephen. They engaged him on this, his new belief, his way, as they called it, this new religion. And they engaged him and brilliantly attended to them. Brilliantly, he spoke to them and they got hungry and they said he has blasphemed and they were going to kill him. Saul was there as a representative of the, of the Pharisee because it was a Pharisee. It was a top religious uh, official. It was there. And the people that stoned Stephen to death were putting their garments at the feet of Saul that later became Apostle Paul. Saul consented to the mother of Stephen because Stephen preached Jesus. Something different from what Paul believed in. Now, why would Paul do this? Why would Paul consent to the death of Stephen or to the martyrdom of Stephen? Saul consented to read because of his love for his Jewish tribe. Let me read what he, he said in Galatians chapter 1, verse. I'll start from verse 13. This is in the statement of, of, of Saul himself. Saul that later became Apostle Paul. So I could use them interchangeably. You understand what I'm saying. By now you have heard stories of how severely harassed and persecuted Christians. I did my best to systematically destroy God's church. All because of my radical devotion to the Jewish religion. 14. My zeal and passion for the doctrines of Judaism distinguished me among my people for I was far more advanced in my religious instruction than others my age. 15. But then God called me by his grace and in love he chose me for my birth to be his. This is Apostle Paul now speaking. But at the time that he, he, 
it was part of the mother of Stephen. He didn't have this kind of understanding. And that's what I'm trying to explain. What would he do what he did? What would he consent to, to, to the killing? The stoning to, to death of, of Stephen was because of his, of his love for his Jewish tribe. He had respect for his nation. And not just that, like we have confirmed from what I read, he also had passion for God. He was passionate about God. And in today's episode, because I'm about to round, you know, round off this episode now. Paul, that later became, I mean, Saul, that later became a to Paul, was passionate about God. He was passionate about Judaism. And because of this, he was attacking God. So it means that if all you are doing is following your passion. You could be an enemy of God. You could be persecuting God without knowing by just following your passion. Paul thought he was doing it for God. He was killing the people of God, thinking he loves God, thinking that he was doing it for God, thinking that God will honor him. And he was a very respectable Pharisee. That's why he was even saying that among, among my peers, I was the most devoted and I'm, I'm sure in his days, I mean, he could have won certain awards, gotten a whole lot of accolades from what he was doing, best Pharisee of the year, best uh, this of the year. And he could probably make a whole lot of money from what he was doing. But he was just following his passion and he was missing God big time because he was actually persecuting the plan of God for humanity. It was the plan of God for humanity at that time that Jesus was born. And now Jesus came to save the world from their sins. And this passionate man was persecuting the plan and the purpose of God. So if all you're doing is your passion, you could be persecuting the purpose and the plan of God for your life, for other people, for humanity, without knowing it. So it is a dangerous thing to just be on the path of passion alone. You don't want to miss the next episode. You just don't want to miss the next episode this is a life transforming understanding that when you get this understanding it's going to revolutionize your life this is my prayer in the name of jesus that this is going to set you on the right path in life in the name of jesus this is just the part one watch out for part two you're going to have the part two and this is series is going to you know continue until it is concluded thank you for being part of this please share this with as many people as possible if you want to reach out to the ministry fo ministries 2020 at gmail.com that's our email address and the phone number to call is 0813915133 if you're calling from asset nigeria because this ministry is based in nigeria just add plus two three four and you can reach out to us reach out to us for feedback reach out to us to, to financially support this ministry so that we can continue to do what we do for the kingdom of god thank you and god bless you till i come your way again find purpose